Today's podcast is about the power of words. And I think I might title it Addiction versus Habit. And so I just want to talk a little bit about there. there is, I believe, there's an innate power in words, particularly the spoken word. Um, when you speak something, you are giving off energy and you're affecting energy. And I think what we affect, we affect the people around us. We even affect circumstances, but we also affect ourselves, which in turn is like a domino that affects everything else. So when you think about, let's say, an addiction that you're having a hard time breaking, you know, I would suggest one of the first steps you can take is to reframe it. You know, sometimes when we use the word addiction, addiction feels like it's something that can't be fixed. Addiction feels like it's something that can't be broken. Addiction feels like it's something that's always going to be there. You know, maybe it's a bad habit. Think about the difference between those two words, addiction and habit. You know, and I'll use an example from my own life. Um, I used to have the habit of smoking. And it was a habit that I could not seem to break. And so I'm going to give a couple ideas. The first thing is the idea to reframe it as a habit. You know, when I thought about it as an addiction, and back then I, I didn't kind of think the way that I thought about um, words and the power of words and the power of belief as I do now. I was just starting to learn that concept. But I, I truly believe if I would went back and reframed it as just a bad habit that I needed to stop instead of calling it an addiction with all of the power that comes with the word addiction and all the psychological feelings that I have of I'm never going to be able to stop, I believe I would have broken it a lot faster and I would have changed my habit. So that's the first step, you know, reframe it, call it a habit, don't call it an addiction. The second thing I would say is replacement therapy. I tried everything. I tried to smoke less cigarettes. I tried to, I mean, there was a point where I was down to one cigarette a day and I just, I really liked that cigarette and I didn't want to give it up. And my doctor even said, oh, you're smoking one cigarette a day. Don't worry about it. You're probably not going to get cancer from that. But it's not just the health consequences. It's the fact that something had power over me and I did not like that. Um, so when they came out with vaping, I had the brilliant idea that I was going to start vaping and that would replace smoking. Well, the problem with vaping is unlike, you know, the cigarette smoking was controlled a little bit because when you got done smoking, you smelled like cigarettes or you smelled like a cigar, you smelled like a pipe, you smelled like whatever you smoked. And my wife has the nose of a bloodhound and she hated smoking. So, you know, I was forced to control myself a little bit because otherwise I'd always smell like a chimney or my car would smell bad, whatever. Once I started vaping, all that went away because I didn't have to light up. I, I could do it anywhere. You know, I could step outside for a minute. I could step into another room for a minute. I could. And what happened is my smoking actually went up. I started vaping more than I was smoking because it was like the perfect secret. Like, secret sin. I could just do it and nobody would know, but God knew and I knew. And so the thing that I think benefited me was that vapes had just come out and they really weren't that good. I didn't like vaping as much as I like smoking, 
because it just didn't hit me the same way. Now, I know that they've redone, I mean, vapes now at this point deliver so much more nicotine than um, cigarettes. And I know they hit people pretty much the same way. And so that that's actually what caused me to stop vaping is they came out with a new one that I tried and it hit me like a cigarette and then I got a little scared. I was like, I'm going down this road again. So I had to cut it off. So I immediately switched from vaping to replacement therapy again. So I replaced cigarette smoking with vaping, which I didn't like as much as cigarettes. So that was good. Then I replaced that with, um, gum chewing, you know, the, the nicotine gum. And so I started chewing Nicorette gum and I didn't like that as much as I like vaping, but I didn't put any limits on it. I was just like, anytime I wish that I could vape, I'm just going to chew some nicotine gum. So I was, I was chewing gum all the time. And then I started cutting back on it. And then when I got to the point where I felt like I I really can't cut back and I, I, I mean the, I talked about the wedge principle before in your finances, which is just never go backwards. When you make more income, refuse to spend more or, or spend only a little bit. Well, I kind of used the wedge principle in this. And when I started down this road, the whole thing was like, when I started vaping, I will, I won't smoke anymore you know, no matter what. And then when I started with the gum, it was like, I'm not going to vape or smoke anymore, no matter what. So I was taking small steps and these were over time. I mean, I must have chewed nicotine gum for two years, um, daily. And it, you know, it's just, it is what it is. So then after the nicotine gum, I, at one point had tried some non name brand, but like it wasn't Nicorette, it was something else. And I'll tell you, it wasn't that good. And so I switched to that kind of gum because I just didn't desire it as much. It didn't, it didn't give the little sensation as much. And then I, I cut back on the milligrams and the nicotine. And then when I got to that point, then I went to nicotine pouches, which was like a relatively new thing. And they weren't that good, but I liked them less than chewing gum because I couldn't keep them in my mouth as long and it, you know, I had nothing to do other than just tuck it in my cheek. So, and then after the pouches, then that's when I, I stopped. So replacement therapy and changing the word, reframing your addiction into just a habit that needs to be broken and then replacing that. And, you know, then when I was done with the pouches, it was like just regular gum. I'll just chew some gum if I feel like that. And then I'm not really a gum chewer. Um, just to chew gum. So that kind of tapered off by itself. And um, anyway, I don't know if this was helpful, but that's kind of my story of how I broke an addiction and uh, what I would do differently. You know, the only thing I would really do differently was reframe it. And um, I wish I would have went through the process faster, but it was very, it, it was the hardest habit that I ever broke. And so... I just had to go through it in my time, you know, and, and just the key was to never go backwards. And so I want to encourage you if, if this is helpful or you know someone that it might be helpful to, please share it. Please leave me a rating and review. Go back and listen to some of my other episodes. I got over 200 of them now, all on different topics. So just pick the ones that you like. God bless. And I'll see you on the next episode.